0: Hi, it's Neil here with episode 197 of the Tutor Podcast. It's the last in a three-episode mini-series looking at keeping basic records for your business. Remember, this is all part of sharing with you what I know what I've figured out about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. So the previous two shows, we've had a look at keeping records of your purchases and your sales. These are sort of the the hands-on stuff of the business, if you like, they're pretty straightforward because you have physical bits of paper flying backwards and forwards. So today I think it's a great idea to look at the other stuff, the the not-so-obvious things that really affect your profitability and, in turn, your tax liability. So let's dive straight in after the usual disclaimer that this is not financial advice. And since your circumstances will vary and be different than mine, I accept no liability if you act on this information without consulting your accountant or similarly qualified person. Don't sue me. So here we go. Let's get that out of the way. Most of this advice or information pertains to sole traders and partnerships and to appoint limited companies. Uh, Partnerships tend to run a lot like a collective of sole traders but there are slightly different rules governing cars for partnerships so if you're in a partnership your accountant will be able to talk you through this. So the first thing that a lot of people miss out on is mileage. There's a scheme called scale charges from the government which allows you to claim back an amount per mile for using your own car your motorbike or even your push bike for business use if you're using your own car say you are and tune from in-home lessons or you're popping up to the wholesaler to pick up some goods for your business that's business use write it down every day on a simple sheet and remember to claim at the end of the month or the end of the year because it reduces your taxable profit, so for the first ten thousand miles you do in in your tax year, you can claim forty five p a mile for every mile you do for, for business purposes. After that, the rate drops to twenty five p a mile. If you over your ten thousand mile limit, it's really simple keeping the score of this. Just an A four sheet for every month. the you the days that you were travelling, where you went, why you went there and the business miles you did. Now I do this with one sheet across all three of my businesses. I have a limited company for teaching guitar, a property partnership and a limited company for properties and they just have a simple column each from which I can extract the data and inject those results into each business when it comes to accounting time now motoring seems to be a bit of a a dark science for some people remember to claim your car parking guys keep your receipts if you're not keeping them and putting them through your purchase ledger you're missing out parking for business is essential claim it back Any other business travel that you do is also worth claiming. So if you get on a train to go to the NEC or one of the big uh, exhibition venues for trade shows where you're travelling to and from training courses and using public transport to keep your tickets, keep your receipts for all that stuff and claim it back. On the subject of training, if you are taking any training courses... That connect with your in existing business and activities. They are allowable expenses. Put them through the books. Remember, if you're using your mobile phone for business use, that's an allowable expense. Put it through, guys. If you need any special clothing, for instance, branded workwear, sweatshirts, t-shirts, caps, whatever, they're allowable. Put it through the business. And if, if, as many of us are now, we're working in our own business from home then you'll be able to claim a small allowance for the use of your own home for, for business purposes. There is a guide at www.gov.uk dealing this, just type into their search engine, working from home. It's not much, but remember everything counts. Something else that many people are unaware of is the depreciation of assets. So the laptop computer you probably use for teaching. We have a recording studio full of equipment, uh, loads of musical instruments and intellectual property. All of these are losing value year on year. And they've all been bought for business use. So I can claim a percentage of their original value every year as a notional cost of them losing that value which reduces my profitability so that means I'm paying less tax because of all the instruments and recording kit that I own which are essentially devaluing year on year now if you have a limited company you may also be able to factor in something called amortisation of goodwill. Sounds very grand, but again, if you're not sure about it, get it under your accountant's nose. In short, goodwill is the value of a business. When I incorporated my sole trader guitar teaching business a few years ago, I was effectively selling that ongoing business to my new company, a limited company, and they owed me for it that gave some monetary value to the years I'd spent building up my customer base and reputation, which, yeah, was taxable. But by claiming Entrepreneur's Relief, it was only 10% tax instead of 20% tax, which still hurt, but it's a lot less tax. So these are things that aren't really visible and tangible the sort of back office stuff if you like this is where your accountant should be doing some work for you if they're not asking you whether you're going to claim these things you should be asking them to claim it for you I know a lot of accountants who are very good and I know a few buy little buggers as well they just want to pump your numbers in not do a tap of work and take your fee Make them work, ask them about these things. Because by the time you've accounted for everything we've just looked at, you could have greatly reduced your profits. And of course, that's what you get taxed on. You remember that? If you're not claiming your allowances and all your legitimate expenses, that's just daft. The law says that you have a duty to pay only as much tax as is required by law. So you're not doing anything wrong by legitimately reducing your profit in this way. Paying too much tax is an option. But I don't think it's a particularly good option because I've got better uses for the money than the bunch of clowns we've got in the government. And that doesn't matter which government it is. They're all clowns. So before I start ranting and foaming at the mouth about government, I'm going to wrap up that little 10 cents worth on keeping basic records and the little three part mini-series. let me know what caught your ear if it's been helpful to you and if you're using any of these ideas in your business I'm always pleased to hear from you because I'm here to learn as well as to share what I know send your stuff in to info at neilcarimano.com and catch me on twitter where I am at Tudor Podcast so join me in the next episode